How many times have you been to a business event and you've seen a headline speaker, a keynote speaker, someone who earns a lot of money to be there speaking to you and you think, oh, aren't they good? I wish I could present like them. Well, in this episode of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast, I'm going to share some tips and ideas to help you present like a pro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. This is episode number 290. My name is Trevor Lee. I am your host. And uh, we are coming up towards the sixth anniversary of this podcast in February. So we'll be looking to do a special edition for that with some special prizes to be won for listeners. So do, big thanks to you for being a listener and to uh, sharing this podcast. If you just share it with one other person or you commented it on LinkedIn or leave a review, that would be amazing. Really, really appreciate that. So I've got a few things coming up which uh, might well be of interest to you because they will help you with your presentation skills development. Because one thing as we go through this episode today, present like a pro, you'll see that it's all about consistently trying to get better and improve and do things a little bit differently every time. So I'm really pleased that my online course, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations, which is also the name of the book I've got out, is now live. And you can find it on the website onlinepresentationcourses.com. That takes you through to it. But increase importantly for listeners, I've got a great offer for you. So it's a it's a quite a well, it's not a lengthy course. It can be as long as you like, but it covers all the seven steps and there is a video format for each step. There's an audio podcast type format for each step. There's summary notes, there's checklists, there's everything you could possibly want. And the great thing about an online course, of course, is that you can work through it at your own pace. You don't have to turn up to a training room where your boss has said, come on, we're doing presentation training today. And you've got to be in there with everybody else and you're feeling a bit nervous because you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to, you know, be made to look a fool in front of your colleagues, although, of course, you won't be, but that's what you're thinking. So it's a great opportunity to learn. And because you're a listener of this podcast, I'm giving you a half price discount opportunity. Now, there are 25 of these available in total. I'm not sure how many have been used at the moment. But there's a code. It's simply 7steps50. So if you follow the link in the show notes to the website for the course, you can do a free preview of the course, get a feel for it, see whether you like the idea of it. And if you go in for it, then put the code in at the checkout, 7steps50, and and there should be an opportunity for you to get 50% discount off. There are 25 of those available, the first come, first served. So I can't guarantee that, but it should be okay for you. And you'll also become a free member of the Standout Business Presenters Club, where members of that I'll be offering exclusive coaching to, or group coaching sessions throughout the year, all that sort of stuff as well, extra content, whatever you want. So that's very exciting to do that. And uh, I'm very excited also that this podcast is currently rated by Feedspot as the number two presentation podcast in the world. <laughs> um, I've also got some webinars uh, around. Oh, I've got so much going on, so much content. I'm on this mission to try and, you know, I've had a very, you know, enjoyable and, you know, semi, you know, successful, well, successful, I think people would probably say career, you know, over a long, long time. And I now want to give something back. So I'm trying to give as much content back to everybody as I can to help them become better presenters. And so I've got a series of webinars running at the moment. You can find out about those. Go to my website, trevorjlee.com. Uh, if you want some one-to-one -one help, it tells you how to do that. There's also free. Oh, there's also free. Uh, I was waving my arms about then when I was talking, describing that free 15-minute Zoom calls with me, where you can just you know have a chat with me about your presentations, decide whether you want any help or on that. And I'm also very excited that I'm speaking at the Bournemouth Business Ex Expo on the south coast of the UK. That's coming up in March. I'm doing a 20-minute session, five tips to transform your presentations. 
I think it's called, your business presentations. There we go. Now, if you're or if you're an event organizer or you've got something going on either in-house or, uh, you know, an, an external event and you're looking for a speaker, well, you know, you've got a feel for me, haven't you? So I'd be delighted to have a conversation with you about coming along and being a speaker. I've just joined also the Professional Speakers Association here in the UK, thanks to William Boost, who was a podcast guest earlier in 2023. Right, let's crack on and let's talk about how you can present like a pro. So, if you're presenting like a pro, then I always think this, the four E's are what you want to try and deliver to your audience. And you can do this. They're simply this. You need to engage your audience. And a lot of people aren't very good at engaging their audience. You know, they don't start very well and you've got to get that immediate engagement. You've got to educate your audience, all right? And that's really important because the last thing your audience want is to sit there going, oh, I know all this. Okay, so you've got to share something new with them. You've got to enthuse them because presumably you want them to do something later after your presentation is finished. And to a degree, you want to entertain them because if they're having a good time while you're presenting to them, whether it's virtually or in person, It's going to be more memorable. They're going to think better of you and all that sort of stuff. They may not remember the detail, but they'll remember the experience and how they felt when you presenting to them, and that will be what you want to achieve. So how do the pros do this? And what is the difference between the way they go about presenting and the way that everybody else goes about presenting? The people, maybe like yourselves, who don't present very often, uh, but when you do get the opportunity to present, you want to really nail it and make sure you can do it really, really well. Well, the most important thing that they do, which a lot of people don't do, is they set aside time for their presentation. And that time they use for a combination of intensive preparation and they take their practice seriously. Now, I work with a lot of people on presentations and this setting aside time is the biggest challenge I have when I'm working with them to persuade them that they need to do this and they need to do it well enough in advance. I just can't believe that, you know, people approach a presentation and they go, oh, yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, I've, uh, it's in a couple of days' time, so I better, I better, I better find out what I'm doing. Uh, you know, and you, you might laugh at that, but it does happen. And I just, I'm astonished by how, you know, people are so casual about the, uh, about the time they set aside. And they say, oh, I haven't got time for all that preparation and practice. Well, if you haven't got time for that, you know, just ask yourself the question, you know, what is this, you know, what could make a difference this presentation you know if this presentation is successful what would happen next and if the answer to that is it could be really significant for you your organization your future then why on earth what in what on earth is getting in the way of that time what are you doing that's you know that you you know you instead of using the time for your preparation and practice there must be tons of stuff you can get rid of this presentation has got to go to the top of your priority list if it's worth delivering all right. Otherwise, why bother doing it? Why bother doing it in the first place? So there we go. There's the challenge. So what do the what do the pros do when they're doing their preparation? Well, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll have heard a lot of this stuff from the previous guests and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just rounding it all up and summarizing it for you. But what they do is they ask themselves the question, "Why am I presenting?" And I'll put these questions in the show notes, by the way. And what do I want the outcome to be? That's really important because if you don't know why you're presenting or you don't know what you want the outcome to be, well, how do you put the presentation together in the first place is my question. You know, how, how, what do you do? You know, how do you know? So you've got to have that information handy, all right? 
And then you've got to think about your audience, you know, and this is something that most presenters are not very good at doing. They don't put themselves in the shoes of their audience. It's a bit like if you're doing a negotiation in business, you know, the, the way to success in that is to put yourselves in the shoes of the people you're negotiating with. It makes the negotiation so much more easy to plan and think through. So think about your audience. Who are you presenting to? Find out who they are. Do your research. And what do they want from you is the question to ask yourself. So as part of their preparation, the pros do all that sort of stuff. Then they do the kit check, all right? And they find out where they're presenting. If they're presenting in person, what they're going to be faced with. In particular, what is the screen size going to be? Because this is where a lot of sort of, let's say, you know, all, you know, People who present not very often. I'm not going to use the word amateur when I'm used, talking about pros, but you know what I mean. People who present occasionally. You know, they might turn up at somebody's office to do a uh, you know, presentation to try and win some new business, or they might be asked to go and brief some shareholders, or whatever it might be, or get to speak at an event even. But a lot of the time, they never find out what they're going to be working with kit-wise, and particularly the size of the screen. And what tends to happen is they put too much detail on their slides, no one can see it. And, it, you know, and it's very distracting and it's not great. And it feels very amateurish. The pros never allow that to happen. They always check that out. They always you know, try and get to the venue early and just do a run through and make sure it all works and all that sort of stuff. So that's what you, know, that's what you do. And if you're doing a, you know, a setup, if you're doing it virtually, then it's easier to do that because you can just get your own setup all done in place, everything. You can have as many screens as you like. When I'm delivering uh, stuff virtually... I've got three screens. I've got my main screen. I've got the screen with all the uh, all the stuff on, you know, the chat, the, the Q&A, the next slide. And I've got my iPad with uh, with all the slides on that I can see like in a, in a, um, in a, in a, in a what, do you, what do you call it, <laughs> format, light table. That's it, light table format. So I can see all the slides. Then, of course, there's the structure of your presentation. And it needs to have a structure. And the pros, you know, they make it look as though it just flows through very naturally. And that's great. And you can do that as well. But you need to have some sort of structure. And they will have a start, a, a middle bit where all the messages are, the key messages, and a big finish kind of thing. Or, you know, whatever, call to action finish, whatever you want to call it. But most of the time, they'll sketch it out. They'll sketch it out and they'll think, right, I need this to include. And they'll be asking those questions while they're sketching it out. What do I want the outcome to be? What do the audience want from this? That's how they'll do that. And one of the things they're very good at, which a lot of presenters aren't very good at, is avoiding the kitchen sink. They only put stuff in their presentations that's relevant to the topic they're talking about and the audience that they're delivering it to. So many people deliver presentations and they put stuff in there because they think, oh, I want the audience to know that. I want them to know I know how to do that. Or I, you know, And it's not relevant to why you're presenting at the time. So be a ruthless editor. And then that's a big step to presenting like a pro is being that ruthless editor. You've got to get rid of the detail. You know, if you're doing a presentation, it's an overview. It's a, it's a step along the process to whatever the uh, final outcome you want to achieve, whether it's gaining investment in your business, winning a new customer, raising your profile, whatever your reason for presenting is, that's the part of the journey. So don't put the detail in there. And it's very hard to leave the detail out and be ruthless when you're editing your, your slides and your, and your content. But you've got to do it. Otherwise, you will cause death by PowerPoint. And you know, that's a disaster then. And I'm sure everyone listening to this has suffered death by PowerPoint. Either you know 
inflicted by someone else. You may have even self-inflicted death by PowerPoint on yourself, thinking, oh, God, I've got to deliver this presentation. Because, you know, one of the challenges in, co- in, in bigger businesses is you get given a presentation to deliver by, you know, people in the marketing department. And your job, you, you know, you have to challenge that. All right, don't just say, oh, yeah, I'll go and deliver the presentation. And then you think, oh, my God, this is full of content. No one's going to understand. They're not there to deliver it. You are delivering it. It has to work for you, okay, and achieve your objectives. So be prepared to challenge the people who put your presentation together for you. You know, just don't think, oh, this is the corporate standard one, you know, because it could be terrible in terms of the way it interacts with the audience. You know, the people who put it together think it looks great. They've got all these fancy things they put in the design, you know, oh, and the one that drives me mad, of course, is the template thing where they've got the bloody logos and all your awards on every single slide, all right? You've got to get rid of those, all right? They just clutter the place up. So there is a big disconnect, I find, between, you know, marketing departments who put presentations together and people who deliver them. So if you're the deliverer, which presumably you are if you're listening to this podcast, then you've got to get out there and talk to them and get it sorted, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to dwell too much on that today, but you, I think you get the point. The other thing that, you know, you know, presentation, uh, top presenters do, we've, as we said, we take, they take practice seriously. And every time, you know, I do a presentation, I'm, I'm working on a series of webinars. I mentioned them earlier. You know, they're a presentation format, if you like. They're 25 minutes. So I've got to get them right on the timing. So what I tend to do is have one or two walkthroughs where I'll just, you know, get it together and I'll sketch it out and then I'll just see how it feels. You know, I won't time it. Then I'll do two or three run-throughs where I will time it and I'll just make sure that it flows and all that sort of stuff. And I make sure I, I kind of run on time. And the best way to do that and the rule that I, you know, I've shared on this podcast several times is when you practice in your presentation, make sure you can deliver it in 80 to 85% of the time you've been allocated. Because on the day, you will take a bit longer. And therefore, if you've got a 15-minute presentation and in practice you've nailed it, 15 minutes, bang on the dot, chances are on the day it'll be 17, 18, even 19. So, you know, be ruthless with your practice and the way you deal with it. It will make such a difference. And that's what the pros do. That's why when you see a keynote speaker, they make it look easy. All right. They make it look as though they just it's off the cuff even. Well, it clearly isn't off the cuff, you know. And I've been in that scenario and you can make it look as though it's off the cuff and you've you've practiced a lot. You know, not too much though. You don't want to be word perfect. All right but just enough to know that you're going to run on time and you're not going to mess up. And in practice also, you can do a sense check. Is this presentation about my audience rather than me? That's the most important thing. Does it, you know, is it going to engage? Is it going to educate? Is it going to enthuse? Is it going to, to a degree, entertain? And then when the pros deliver on the day, well, you know, you, you think back to when you've seen a keynote speaker. They look and feel the part, don't they? You know, they, they, and therefore you can do that as well. And one of the ways you can do that is just make sure you select, you know, the clothes that you want to wear that you will make you look and feel the part yourself. I am a professional presenter, you can feel, when you're wearing your profession. You know, I've got a couple of jackets, a couple of shirts that I wear uh, whenever I'm presenting because they make me look and feel the part. And then a very simple thing that the pros do is they've always got a glass of water handy just in case. You know, their throat starts to dry up or for a moment they just lose the place where they are. It gives them a little chance to have a little sip of water and away they go again. And, you know, you don't want to be scrambling around. And I've seen this and you'll have seen this where, you know, 
someone's halfway through their 10 or 15 minute presentation and suddenly they start to dry up and they go, oh, has anybody, uh, has anybody got a glass of water? I just need a quick drink. You know, it's oh, it's, it's so amateurish, you know, when you do that. Right. The other thing the pros do is they make sure they arrive early at the venue, okay, so that they can get a feel for it. And if they're doing a virtual one, they open up early. When I'm doing my webinars, you know, I open up the whole thing 20, 25 minutes before the start time. So I can just check everything works. I've got it all in the right place. I've managed to switch the Q&A on, whatever I've done. And then the first person who arrives, there's always someone who, who arrives about 10 minutes early. I can let them in and I can help. I can let them help me check everything. And I can say, can you hear me? What are you seeing on your screen? All that sort of stuff makes a difference. And then when the whole thing starts, it feels more professional. So when you actually deliver the presentation, well, the professionals, what they don't do is use big notes. All right. So please, please, please don't go to your presentation with some A4 notes with your presentation written out. Them. Or as some people do, printing the whole bloody slides out with the notes underneath them. Oh, goodness me. Don't do that. Please don't do that. That is so amateurish. And the reason it's amateurish is because if I'm sitting in the audience, it sends out two messages to me. Number one, you don't know what you're talking about, so you need all that information. That's not a good start. And the second thing is you've just not bothered to practice, so you need all the information. That's not a good start either, all right? So as soon as I see someone turn up with big notes, I think, oh, this isn't, you know, this is not going to be as good as I was hoping it's going to be. So a little thing, if you turn up with a, you know, two or three postcard sides notes, you know, one or two words per slide that you're using or prompt words for whatever you're talking about, you will immediately look so professional. All right. Immediately. So when you start your presentation, you need a big start. So please don't ramble at the beginning. All right. If you start off by saying, hey, it's great to be here. Thanks very much. You know, that was a great almond question I had, you know, and uh, oh, yeah, I, I love this venue. Yeah then suddenly you've lost one or two minutes because you probably didn't do that in practice, all right, going on about the almond croissant and all that stuff. So get straight in, you know, big snap, big statement, whatever it is, but an attention-grabbing thing. You don't even, you know, don't say, hello, welcome, I'm Trevor Lee, you know, just go straight in. They know who you are, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So straight in with your big, big star, all right? And, uh, you know, if you go on the website or you look at previous episodes, you'll find out how to do that. But you mustn't ramble and don't drum bang either. Don't start off with pictures of your the, the trophy cabinet, all the awards you've won as a company. All right. I don't want to know that. All right. I don't want to know that you've been in business 194 years. All right. All that sort of stuff. I just don't want to know that. I don't want to know about you personally, because hopefully I shall know that. I've known that anyway. And that's why I'm there listening to you. All right. The pros know that they don't need to talk about themselves. And if someone's going to introduce you, by the way, before you start, then write the introduction for them. Just give them a few headline points, all right? Because if you leave that to them, they could ramble on. They could tell the audience things that no longer are, you know, are happening to you. You know, they might have got you. Uh, they might make something up that's not right. Well, not make it up, but you might have misinterpreted something. So make sure you get that right as well. <laughs> and then. When you deliver your presentation, you know, you've got to avoid this kitchen sink thing. We've talked about that. You know, focus on three key messages. Three key messages. The power of three. All right. Because if you give me six or ten key benefits of your product or service, I'm going to forget maybe the most important ones. So judge those messages based on your audience. So you've done your research. You've spent that time doing that intensive preparation. So you know your audience really well. To the extent that you can have that conversation with your audience when you arrive or during your presentation and say, ah, Charlie, great to see you in the audience today. Now, we've not met before, but I did enjoy, you know, reading about reading that thing you put on LinkedIn. 
that's going to make such a difference, all right? Because it proves you put the time and effort in there. And don't forget that when you are presenting, whether you're doing it virtually or you're doing it in person, you've got to use your voice because your voice is so important. And you're listening to my voice only on this podcast, of course. So I'm trying to uh, deliberately make it more interesting. Occasionally, I'll use the power of the pause. And then I'll come back and I might speed it up. I might slow it down. You can do that as well. But you've got to do that when you're practicing. That's important. All right. Don't make it unnatural. Don't go, hello, hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> you know, it has to be the authentic you, but it needs to be the authentic you in a way that's interesting to listen to. All right. And don't forget, if you're presented in person, use some props as well. I've got a great little sketch where I do, uh, well, people have told me it's a great little sketch, <laughs> where I'm talking about sales and I'm doing a wetsuit and T-shirt comparison with a, some cash prizes, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it is memorable. So think about how you can build a prop in. And then, you know, you've got your call to action finish. So remember, you know, tell your audience what you want them to do next. All right. And that's important that you think about that in advance as well. And finally, if you're doing a presentation and you want to do it like a pro, then, you know, sometimes there's the Q&A at the end. And the difference uh, between the Q&A of a pro and the Q&A run by someone who's not used to running the Q&A is very simple. The pros always have a couple of questions up their sleeve, rhetorical questions that they can ask themselves if no one kicks off the Q&A. And the other thing they're very good at is they don't spend a long time answering the first question in the Q&A. I've seen that happen so, so many times with people who aren't professionals. They try and spend a long time answering the first question because they're so excited someone's asked them a question. Don't do that, all right? So there we go. If you want to present like a pro, then set aside time for particularly for intensive preparation, making sure that when you do that, you make everything audience first, you second. You are a ruthless editor and you take practice seriously. And then when you deliver it, what you will notice, keynote speakers, they enjoy it, don't they? They look as though they're enjoying it. You know, they, they, they want to be out there. And that's the mindset you have to get into as well. Because if you're thinking, oh, God, I can't wait till this is over, that will come across, all right? Or, you, or, you, or if you're thinking, oh, why me, why me? You know, that will come across as well. So, you know, go in there and enjoy it. It's the fifth E, if you like, the enjoyment. So you've engaged your audience, you've educated them, you've enthused them to a degree, you've entertained them, and you've enjoyed it. And if you've enjoyed it, they've enjoyed it. And I, it's like I enjoy this podcast, you know, 200, what did I say, 90 episodes. And I enjoy doing this podcast. And I'm looking forward to enjoying sharing with you some great guests in 2024. So there we go. That's the end of another episode. Thank you very much for listening. If you do like this podcast, then please leave a review. Please share. Please comment. If you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, and I'm very keen in 2024 to try and get some new podcast guests on. People who've never been our guest on a podcast before, your podcast guest debut. All right. So drop me a line, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. I'll send you the show spec. Okay, if you're a listener, you know that it's about presentations and it's about how to turn presentations into sales as well. So if you've got some stuff on sales pitches you want to talk about, your experience of presenting, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be, you know, a professional keynote speaker to come on this podcast, all right? You just want to be an aspiring one, okay, or something like that. Come on, share your thoughts and ideas. That would be terrific. And don't forget... If you want to continue your podcast learning, you know, uh, podcast learning, your presentation <laughs> skills learning, then uh, you can go online and do the seven steps to successful presentations course. And there is that code seven steps 50. 
All right, so go to onlinepresentations.com. That'll take you straight through to my presentation uh, uh, courses. There's just one there at the moment. There will be others this year, uh, but it's the major one. And it tells you it's got everything on there that you need to work through at your own pace. And you can have interaction with me as you go along, and you can join the uh, free membership of the Standout Business Presenters Club. And we'll be doing group coaching sessions and all that sort of stuff. And I'll be offering incentives to people who go on the course if they want one-to-one coaching, all that sort of stuff as well. Um, it's in video, audio, summary notes, checklist format. But right now, there are a limited number of places that you can grab 50% off. So that brings it below £100 sterling for the whole course. And you get the course for as long as you want. You know, as long as it's there, you will have it. It's not like a three-month thing and then it closes down on you. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Get out there, present like a pro. All right, because you're all capable of doing that. And I look forward to helping you on that journey. So trevorjlee.com is my website. If you want more resources or you want to have a 15-minute Zoom call with me or you want to look at doing some one-to-one coaching or even a presentation training day for you and your colleagues. Right, so that's the end of this week's episode. I look forward to the next one. See you then. Thanks for listening.